0: The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Acunet Mortgage, an equal housing lender NMLS ID 255368, and Acunet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from, but still affiliated with, Acunet Mortgage.
1: Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: All right, welcome to the Acadian Mortgage and Realty show. I'm Brian Wickert, the president and majority owner of Acadian Mortgage and Owner and the broker, the licensed broker at Acadian Realty Advisors. I'm joined this morning by the younger and taller David Wickert, who's our <laughs> chief uh, millennial loan consultant. I heard last week you said ta- uh, younger and more handsome. I would hope. That is in the eyes of the beholder. Okay. All right, but anyway, thanks for doing the show last week. Of Ed. course. If you've got a question or comment, you can call or text us on the Accident Mortgage Talk or, and text line, which is 414 right, well, this is a momentous day, not because it's the Sunday before Labor Day, but because it's the day on which uh, we are once again reminded that the Trump administration is trimming back the footprint of the federal government in the world of uh, mortgage lending. And David, what, what is happening effective today, September one? The number of folks who
2: qualify for a WIDA loan, the Wisconsin Housing and Economic Development Authority, has shrunk. Well, that's on Thursday. You're ahead of it. Oh, today. Today. Okay, well, I thought you said this week. No, today, I said today. Uh, if those who would like to use an FHA mortgage, you used to be able to do a cash out refinance, borrow against the equity in your home up to 85% of the value. Of your home that has now been pared down to eighty eight zero percent of the value of your home that is now
0: exactly the same as uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Yep. So shrinking the footprint. Hey, you can't go quite so deep into your equity as you used to be able to in FHA loan. So that was the only thing you could do for a first mortgage. Well, no longer as of today. Right. All right, you brought up the uh Wida situation and so Wida stands for the Wisconsin Housing and Economic Development Authority. Yep. And on Thursday of this week the uh maximum allowable income for the standard Wida program is dropping from ninety four thousand six hundred and forty five dollars. That's how, much, how you, much? Well, it for 90? a one to two person yeah. household.
2: Yeah. It was. As if
0: all the way through no, this is for case files issued up until Wednesday. Okay. Okay, so hurry. Yeah. If you right. want to get in on GDL. the WIDA program and uh yeah, and you make a decent you know, a larger amount of money. For one to two person households it's ninety four thousand six forty five up until Wednesday at midnight. Yeah. And if you had a uh, three or more person household it was a hundred and eleven thousand. 105 that's a lot of people that is a lot of people well all of a sudden if you wake up and you don't get started on your weed loan until Thursday and this has to do with when we put your loan through the Fannie Mae automated underwriting system that uh, we do uses so yeah. it's the case file date on that run through the automated underwriting system well it's dropping all the way down to sixty five thousand eight forty that's thirty thousand bucks that is a lot of people. It's a roughly thirty to thirty five percent of all the Wida customers that they served, you know, so far this year. Are no longer are no longer gonna be
2: eligible. Well, they have the good problem of making too much money. It's just yesterday that was
0: okay and yeah. pff,
2: Thursday morning it's gonna be But that's pretty harder. radical. And
0: just a reminder as to why uh, we like and a lot of the world likes the WIDA Loan Program. It allows folks to buy a home with literally zero percent down because the uh, minimum down payment on a WIDA loan is 3%, but then WIDA will loan the home buyer the remaining 3%. Sure. So 97% is what we loaned the uh, uh, the value of the home on the first mortgage, but we can fill in with a WIDA second mortgage, fixed rate term at the same interest rate as the first mortgage. The only difference being that, that filler inner, what do the, they have a name for 10 years. The yeah. WIDA Easy Second. The Easy Close Second, that's yeah. what it was. Uh, that's a fixed rate loan over 10 years. So the number of people who qualify that is going to shrink dramatically as of Thursday. Yeah. And again, this is a result of Fannie Mae, just by the way, because WIDA actually sells their loans to Fannie Mae, mm-hmm. even though you send your payments to WIDA. Uh, They are selling the underlying loan to uh, Fannie Mae and Fannie Mae is trying to shrink the their footprint. Why? Because the Trump administration has appointed a new sheriff as of what, maybe like last March or February, a guy named Mark Calabria. And so uh, he is trying to shrink the footprint. Well, one way to do that is to say, let's reduce the loan amount or I'm sorry, the income amount uh, for which people are eligible under the special moderate income programs. When we come back, I'm going to tell you exactly what that means because I just told you the two most recent things, yeah, which are FHA cash out refinancers shrinking, WIDA. That income pool and eligibility is shrinking. Don't forget that earlier this summer, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, for their general all-across-the-country yep. moderate-income program, shrank their income limits. I'll tell you exactly how much that has affected people. When we come back, you're listening to the AcuNet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620, WTMJ.
1: Getting you through the home-buying process. Welcome back to the AcuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: So our natural human condition, I think, David, and you can push back on this, is that we assume tomorrow is going to be like today and yesterday. Do you agree or disagree? Sure. Okay. And so as such, we assume that, hey, the mortgage world is great yesterday and it is the way it is and has been that way for quite some time. It'll be that way tomorrow. Yeah. Well, we've already mentioned two things that are showing that ain't the case, as the Trump administration in particular wants to shrink the footprint of the federal government in the world of mortgage lending. And so we know that this coming Thursday, WIDA's income limits are going way down. 65840 bucks is going to be the new limit. And uh, we know that FHA, you can no longer borrow up to 85% of the value to take cash out. Now the limit's 80.
2: Well, and the, to your point on tomorrow not looking like today, the FHA thing, I mean, like, hi, I work in the mortgage business every day, yeah. came to, as a surprise to me. And Maybe they had been talking about it, and I don't it think just, so. Okay, so I think they just woke 30 up thirty days said, ago. They just said, mm, "We're going to change this." Right, right.
0: And so that's administrative without any, you know, congressional uh, oversight. Uh, congressional oversight. Well, th- so the other thing that um, <clears throat> happened was it late June for Fannie Mae and like Something early like July for Freddie Mac, the yep. twin, you know government sponsored enterprises is they came out and they have for years had uh, moderate income uh, loan programs that were tied to the area median income okay and so that uh, uh, area median income for the special 30-year fixed-rate financing so what does that mean better pricing meaning lower rates and closing costs and cheaper mortgage insurance yep. if you have a credit score of at least 680 and uh, down payment of 9% or less. Okay. Those are the criteria for getting the super special pricing. Uh-huh. So the income limit used to be 77300 here in southeastern Wisconsin. And the cool thing about that is if you have two people in a household, we can, and you can qualify just based on one income, we can still do that. Uh, But that dollar amount is now shrinking back down to the same one I just mentioned, which was $65,840. Which is
2: only 80% of... Most area median incomes in Milwaukee right in
0: southeastern Wisconsin. So here's exactly what that means. Let's say you're the lucky person or couple who own who earns $65,000. Yeah. Okay. So just under the new lower maximum as a total. Yep. Uh, you could buy a $200,000 home. If you have I'm saying 680 credit 5% down. Let's pretend the annual property taxes are four grand. You can buy a $200,000 home and your monthly payment would be 1,410 bucks. Okay. And your loan cost, the cost of getting the loan, a mere eleven hundred and sixty dollars, if you came to Accudent Mortgage, mm-hmm. and the total money you need to buy, including the down payment, closing costs, setting up your tax escrows, and all that stuff, would be fourteen thousand two hundred. Cool. All right, so that's the lucky person that makes sixty-six. Fourteen ten. So through no fault of your own, you happen to have gotten a raise, and so the Smiths over here they have sixty-six thousand, so just over the limit. Yeah. If they are buying a single-family home. Their monthly payment is going to be 70 bucks higher a month mm-hmm. because instead of getting the 3.75 rate, mm-hmm. they're going to get a four and a quarter rate because their credit score is in the fourth best tier. Yeah. Right? 740, 727. Yeah. They're in the fourth best tier. And get this, their closing costs are going to be double, another $1,140. So sure. that's the penalty. That's a lot of relief that you get. Yeah. by By having your income not be that high. Wait a minute, though. It gets even worse. If they're buying a condominium, because remember, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac say that condo loans are more risky if you have less than 25% down. So now let's say this couple wants to buy 5% down. On a condo. Yeah, on a condo, and they no longer qualify for this special (laughs) moderate income program. Ooh, baby. Their rate is the same, so their payment is... uh, still eighty seventy 70 bucks higher per month. Yeah. But now their loan costs are $2,600 higher Good times. than if they had qualified for the, so you see folks, the federal government is trying to shrink by decree. So within the power authority, uh, yep, of the administration. So by fiat, uh, because they, they, they have these things. Oh, wait, there's more this week, David. Yeah. The Trump administration is announcing their plan to reprivatize Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Let's talk about that and what that could mean after this next break. You're listening to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ.
1: Helping you find a place to call home. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: Hey, we've got a text uh, from Justin that we're going to get to after the news. Good question, Justin. Thanks for listening to the show. And we'll we'll answer your question uh, after the news break at the bottom of the hour. But let's just continue on this uh, track of our natural assumption that tomorrow is going to be like today. I think the takeaway to this whole discussion that we're having here in the first half of the show, David, is if you're thinking about buying a home, sooner is better than later. Yeah. Because, A, rates are really good. And B, uh, the mortgage world may not be as friendly, you know, next spring as it is this fall. Or who knows how fast these changes are coming. But we just have recited three big changes this summer Yeah, that nobody, you know, it wasn't telegraphed other than, you know, Mark Calabria, the new sheriff at Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac saying, hey, I want to shrink the role that these folks have. So this coming week, so just to, to say it plainly, right now, David, and I, and Gene Miller, and Pat Cush, who I saw at a closing, a good repeat customer was yep. in on Friday. We all own Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Yeah. Okay? And just by the way, we, the United States taxpayers, earned a mere $25 billion of profit. I got my check in the mail, didn't you? Ah, uh, it's called, we had to borrow this money on the national debt. Ah. And so there are two ways that the footprint of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac can be shrunk, and that is Congress can pass legislation. They do that? Mm-hmm. Which I have read- From time to time? Is in the fat chance category. Got it. Before the 2020 elections. Yeah. Right? Because, by the way, <laughs> they were supposed to do it already. Yeah. We've only owned Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac for, oh, it'll be 11 years this month. Excellent. Okay.
2: Happy anniversary
0: to and us. And don't forget, we lost $184 billion, right, by bailing them out. But then we've made all that back, and we are now in the black. Yeah. So first of all, when's the last time that Congress could um, give up on $25 billion the goose goose. of revenue coming no, in? No, That's going to be unlikely. But the other way is for the fannie mae and freddie Mac's uh governing body which is the federal housing finance authority fhfa and mark calabria is a really powerful guy they can just change the rules yes right so they've already done that by shrinking these income limits for the moderate income programs
2: yep all right what else could they do david well they could also change what kind of loans you could get and what do you
0: think they might uh, eliminate
2: i think they're going to eliminate investment properties lickety-split
0: and what about vacation homes? Pro- Why should the federal government help rich people buy or, vacation homes?
2: Or increase the minimum down payment on your second home. Right now it's only 10% down. They could say, yeah. you want to use a Fannie Mae Freddie Mac loan? 25% down on your second home. That's right.
0: Overnight, the, without anyone's permission. Yeah, they give us a little heads up, but it seems like it they've given us like 30 to 60 days before it's like, oh, and by the way, yeah. we're changing the rule book. Okay, what other kind of a loan could they say we're not doing anymore or restrict it further? Uh, no cash out refinances. Correct. That has been talked about. Hey, let's not let people tap the equity in their homes because we're here to help America buy homes, yeah. not refinance not, not them. Not leverage their homes. Yeah, yeah not, not pull the cash out. <laughs> so the world could look different in kind of a blink. And then the other thing that I thought of, Do you can you think of anything else that they can do? What do you, what uh, do you have you in mind? Don't know what I'm yeah. About? Increase the fee that they charge for guaranteeing the loans. Because, folks, when when we give you a loan for 3.75% on a 30-year fixed rate, the entity that collects your payment every month gets to keep about one quarter of 1%. Mm -hmm. They pass along the 3.5% to Fannie Mae. And then Fannie Mae scrapes off between one half of 1% and, let's say, three quarters of a percent, depending on the risk profile of your loan. And that's the fee that they get for guaranteeing the timely payment of interest and eventual return of all principal yep. to whichever investor somewhere around the globe bought the bundle of mortgages of which yours is a part. So they could just wake up and say, you know what, in order to make our kind of a loan, one that's guaranteed by Fin Fend- less attractive and force you, Mr. C- consumer, to look elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what, instead of collecting a half percent eh, let's make it a full percent yeah and instantly mortgage rates would go up by a half percent yeah yeah so by whatever amount the FHFA decides to increase their guarantee fee would have an immediate impact on rates despite whatever the Federal Reserve is doing despite whatever oh yeah you know money is flowing into America if they just turn that one down oh which by the way remember they did at the behest of Congress in 2011 we're already paying, is it 0.1 or 0.2 more in um, the guarantee fee? I don't remember. Because Congress decided that would be a cool way to fund the payroll tax, s- payroll tax, holiday. The payroll yeah, tax holiday. The temporary payroll tax holiday. Yeah, so the temporary payroll tax holiday. The moral of the story,
2: if you're thinking about buying
0: a house, do it now. Because you know what the world looks like. Especially if you're looking to refinance an investment property, a second home, or take cash out. Yeah. you know, And we're going to get a glimpse, by the way, as soon as this week as to what might be on the chopping block from Mark Calabria. All right, we're coming up on the news. Uh, When we come back, I actually have a a story to tell of a WIDA buyer whom we just closed and unfortunately would no longer qualify. So we'll cover that when we come back.
1: Expert advice on buying a home. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: I am happy to say that David reminded me to get back to Justin's excellent text question where he is asking us to comment on the differences between southeastern Wisconsin when it comes to the real estate market being hot or cold, you know kind of a buyer's market or a seller's market versus the more widely reported real estate markets on the coasts, and that reminds me of a comment my mother, my eighty nine year old mother eighty nine and a half year old mother who was out here at the lake yesterday. Not counting today. That's not counting today. And she's, cause she's, like a month ago, said, oh, Brian, I just saw the news, and it says it's really a, a, a buyer's market now. Is that helping you? Because she saw something on the NBC Nightly News saying it's a buyer's market. Well, the real estate markets have softened on the coasts. In fact, oh, okay. I, I didn't dig into this, but the FHFA Home Price Index was only up 1%. Okay. In the last quarter. So
2: your Seattle home went from 700,000 to 707.
0: 707, right? Okay. So nationwide, you know, that's a big fat nationwide number. Yeah. And to Justin's point, all real estate, like politics, is local. Yeah. And so we are not experiencing that shift. To a buyer's market where sellers are having trouble, you know, selling and homes are languishing on the market. That is not the case here in southeastern Wisconsin, at least if you are in the what I call more affordable price ranges, which let's say that's under five hundred thousand dollars and under. It's going to vary a little bit by community. Mm -hmm. All right. And so I just happened to look up while we were on the break in anticipation of answering Justin's excellent question that the percentage and number of listings year to date in the five-county Milwaukee area, according to the Greater Milwaukee Association of Realtors, of which I'm a card-carrying member. That's including Racine, but not Kenosha, correct? That's correct, because okay. Kenosha is part of the Chicago metropolitan area. Mm. So this year through August compared to last, I'm sorry, not last year, two years ago, we are down 7.2%, which is 1283 Listings single family and condo. Nope, this is just single family. I didn't do condo, okay. didn't have time. So instead of 17,800 homes being listed for sale, like we experienced in 2017, listed for sale with a real estate agent that is correct. Okay. Good point. And so that's part we aren't able to easily measure is how many people are just throwing the sign in their front yard because the market is so hot. Yeah, okay. And, and so instead of 17,800 listings, we are down to 16,500. I stopped in at a closing. They found their house on Facebook. Somebody They're listed good. their house for sale. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Interesting. Now, uh, so, so the listings are off compared to two years ago by 7.2%. Sales are only off by 4.5%. And that is similar to this year. If you compare um, this year versus 18, I should say. So compared to both 18 and 17, Actual home sales are down 4.5%. And part of the problem is builders can't afford to build affordable homes, right? If you've got scarce labor, Uh scarce lumber, Lumber. scarce land, land is expensive in southeastern Wisconsin. People are surprised at that. You know, and you're going to go to the trouble of building a house, and making money, which you make typically as a percentage of the sales price, are you going to build a $250,000 home nope. or a $750,000 home? That one. That one. Um, and so where we are seeing softness, though, and where it is still a buyer's market is if you're in that six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars $800,000 price range and your home is 15 years old, you are going to have trouble moving it. Yeah. Because likely the design of that home is a little outdated. Right. If you have wood colors in your kitchen cabinets, yeah. Yeah, wood, if you, yeah, yeah. Unless it's something really cool like birch or maple or, you know, hickory yeah. or something cool like that. <laughs> but, but it's also the flow. People want open and they want outdoor living spaces in that price range. And yeah. So there are plenty of homes that are languishing on the market because they have the formal dining room, they have the formal living room, the formal family room, and it's all chopped up. So good question, Justin. Thanks for listening uh, and for calling into the show. All right, so uh, I'll do, um, we have a show next week. Yeah, that's right, because the Green Bay team plays on Thursday, so that's we true. will have a show next Sunday. Whew. Am I doing that on my own? Or are you no, traveling? I'm here. Okay, great. We'll do that show together. The next week, then, you're doing it on your own. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so um, when we come back, I want to talk about a real-life example of a couple buying their first home, a duplex. We talked about this. We the story like on the three spread. weeks
2: ago. Yes, so. we have yeah.
0: talked about the story before. They have now closed. Ooh. And we just want to outline two things, how they got um, led astray mm. by the big national lender whose name line rhymes with schmicken because they got this. Mm. They, they went and got their... They got something. They got their approval, pre-approval online and blah, blah, blah. We'll tell you the rest of that story when we come back. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on Wisconsin's radio station,
1: WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: All right. So uh, when did this start? June. Got a call from a multi-time repeat customer uh, introducing us to, let's call her Mary. Not her real name. Quite contrary. Looking, well, she already had an uh, accepted offer on a duplex Uh, on the east side. A very large and very nice duplex. Okay. And already had the accepted offer and she had decided to go with the nation's largest lender uh, because she believed all their advertising. You got this just, you know, what do they say? (laughs) Click and pray. Yeah. Click and pray. Okay. And anyway, so got their pre-approval, wrote the offer, and then there were no real estate agents involved and so didn't bother. She was so confident in her pre-approval from Schmicken uh, that she didn't include a financing contingency and then about three weeks into the process the nice folks there at that company called her up and said you know um turns out we can't do your loan and i think not the way you want well right and i think it was because having left it up to herself and them not doing a thorough job they forgot that they needed to include the non-borrowing stay-at-home dads uh debts in the analysis of whether they could afford the loan for sure. It's called marital property. Yeah. And on an FHA loan, which is what they were going for, uh, they, you have to count the debts of your non-borrowing spouse in Wisconsin because we are a marital which property. It kind of makes sense because there's still debts that you've got as a household, yeah, but you don't have to do that on a Fannie Mae loan. Well, but you do not on an yet. FHA. So then their brilliant suggestion was, well, why don't you have one of your parents co sign? Never mind that you have yeah. to then go from 3.5% down to 25% down. Yeah, you got Duplex. that money, right? And this is like on a 400 and some $1,000 home. So just let down another 100 Gs. You got that, right? Oh, that's their slogan. <laughs> You've got this. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, she was in trouble. Right, i mean uh, he's like uh-huh. I, I, the people that said i could get the loan and now i can't and i'm on the hook legally what do i do yeah so this nice person said call the guys at acunet and i decided to connect her with one of our most meticulous seasoned friendly thorough loan consultants that we have i'm, I'm going to say he is literally mr jaime surrell been with us for a good long time at least 15 years and I said, you got to take a look at this because this is going to be threading the needle yes. if we can get it done. And so then she recently closed and she wrote this nice review and posted it on Google. Thank you, Acunet, for getting a tough loan approval, cl- uh, a tough loan approved at a time crunch. We were bait and switched by a huge mortgage company. Her words, not ours. That's right. Who ultimately put us in an awful position one month from closing. A family friend put me in touch with Jaime and Acunet and Jaime worked endlessly on our file. To get the clear to close in about one month's time, we didn't even have to change our closing date. We are now in our dream home, thanks to Jaime and acunet and boy, that makes a guy boy. feel good. Yeah. Both Jaime, so I sent that review to Jaime and said, "Way to go, Jaime!" And I copied the borrower, Mary, not her real name, and I said, "Yeah, that Jaime's a real rock star," and blah blah blah. And so then uh, Jaime called to thank her for the review, and, and, she's, and he said, hey, I'm way too old to be a rock star. That's and not true. Paul McCartney's like 74. Well, yeah, yeah, he's okay. 10 years older than Jaime. That's fine. And she said, well, you may not be a rock star, Jaime, but you are a magician, because ah. you made me forget all about the guys with the rocket. Isn't that nice? And That's it, awesome. And so it turned out we, we really had to do some smart work on their loan. We did put them into WIDA. Yeah. And part of this was WIDA has an option where you don't have to pay for private mortgage insurance. Oh. For which they would not have qualified,
2: just by the way. When the world changes on Thursday.
0: Well, but I'm just saying even back a month ago, had we tried to get mortgage insurance, she would not have qualified. Oh. Because we're using too much of her income to qualify. It was tight. Anyway, bottom line is we got the deal done and they are in their house and it pays to go local, but as David said, they would no longer qualify for that mortgage. Had they waited until the fall, yeah, they would not be able to buy that home. So because they got it done before the WIDA um, income limit shrank, mm-hmm. they're in their home. In, and uh, probably barbecuing
2: out this weekend. It's true. And proving not for the last time that the details matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you're better off with the... Smaller local guys. The granular, we like to think. detail-oriented to local oh, Let's cats. talk about rocks. Let's talk, when we come back, let's talk about why it is still a great time to get a rock solid pre-approval. Yep. Uh, because home buying season is extended. Let's also talk about where rates are because they are fantastic. We'll cover that when we come back. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ.
1: Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
0: Well, and you just heard me uh, earlier on the pre-recorded pitch save. You know, click on the blue button for rock-solid, guaranteed pre-approval. And boy, I really wish you would, because I think the competitive home buying season is going to overlap with the start of the NFL here in this fall. It's going to be still uh, very competitive, and and you gotta. You're better off doing it right. I recorded. Well, go ahead. I was just going to say everybody in the Wickard family has
2: bought their house in like winter. So, yeah, winter. Yeah, yeah, we're
0: we're trendsetters there. But, um, you know, I was working with somebody this week, uh, again, a multi time past customer on a complicated transaction because he owns two homes now and wants to buy. He's doing the Becky and Brian maneuver. He owns a lake home and a regular home in the Burbs, and they want to consolidate (laughs) to one lake home. Okay. And so that's a bit of a puzzle, you know, are we going to use a bridge loan and take equity out of one of his houses or, you know, are we going to, is he going to take a life insurance loan on his life insurance? Oh, so and not everybody's situation is that complicated, but let me just say that taking care of the income and down payment game plan and documentation before you write the offer is just a huge stress reliever. Yeah uh you know once you get your home under contract you are on the clock and that's not the time when you want to be you know gathering together yeah exactly let's get that all out let's come up with a game plan that is easiest to execute when it comes to where's the down payment going to come from let's think it through ahead of time yeah and then i mean as i have
2: said to folks on the over the phone it's then you get to focus on the things that you actually care about i mean the mortgage is a good thing to have figured out but really what you're trying trying to decide when you're walking through a house is, do I like this kitchen? Do I want to have Christmas with my family at this yeah, house? It's yeah. just, it's already an emotional, you have to fall in love rather quickly in order to go, you know, write an offer on a house and decide, you know what, I would like to wake up here every morning. Correct, correct. So and let's, so
0: to let's reduce that the stress. And, and then the other really, really important thing is by having us back up your offer with that rock solid guaranteed, fully verified approval, pre-approval. That says to you, "Hey, if we goofed up, we'll give you a thousand dollars." That reduces stress because you're going to have shelled out a uh, appraisal fee and a home inspection, mm-hmm. right? And then if we go like the guys with the rocket did for our previous example story, like, "Oh, geez, can't help you." Oh, sorry, well, you're already out a thousand bucks, so we're covering that, reducing stress. But then we're also telling the seller, "Mr. Seller, we have fully vetted." Uh, Mr. and Ms. Homebuyer here, and you can rely on this pre-approval letter. And, you know, because if we made a mistake, we're going to write you, the seller, a check for $1,000. Nobody else does that. Your typical flimsy bank pre-approval, if you, listing agent or seller, actually takes time to read it, says something like this. We checked your credit. And we believe you. And based on uh, the information you gave us about your employment and income and down payment that we did not verify you're pre-approved. And by the way, this pre-approval is subject to us actually verifying your income and down payment, which is where all the problems lie. Usually the credit's the credit. Credit comes back in a nanosecond. Yeah. It's the other stuff that's important. All right. So let us, please, if you know somebody, if you are thinking of buying a home uh, this fall, let Acunet Mortgage be on your team. You will be glad you did. Where are rates right now, David? Uh, so
2: on a 30-year fixed with 25% equity and all the other right stuff, including a 740 credit score and escrowing for taxes, AccuNet yeah. could swing 3.625% with just regular lo- closing costs of $1,100. APR is 3.66. Uh, if you're me and you like when other people pay for things, as always, you could do 3.75%, mm. and that would just be with $495 in loan costs. Okay. APR is point Seven, nine. So
0: the message there is rates are low. The factories around America called mortgage lenders are full. Mm-hmm. So we're still getting uh, purchase loans done on time, but you're going to have to wait a little while on a refi because there are a lot of people saving money uh, for living in the same house. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Mac still says that just about everybody who got a loan in 2018, you know, in the four and a half and above club.
2: That's $2 trillion worth of money, yeah, by the
0: way. Could uh, benefit by refinancing. And yet, it's still amazing to me. I talked to a few people a week ago. Well, I think I'm going to wait because, you know, the Federal Reserve, I heard, is going to cut rates. Yeah. You know what? There's a hundred percent chance that the Federal Reserve is going to cut rates. I looked. It's 97. Not to what? No, it was 97 for I the looked, quarter. I know. I looked right now. It not the other part for a uh, half, or nope. is there some part? But the other part, part is to stay the same. Oh, stay the same. Okay. Anyway, so they might say the 97 percent. Pretty high. That's already baked into today's rates, and the real thing that's got today's rates as low as they are is the Trump administration's trade war with China. And you reminded me that a bunch of trade tariffs went into effect today.
2: hundred eleven billion dollars worth today.
0: Yeah. So if all of a sudden we strike a deal or come closer, which is why the stock market rallied this back this past week. Not just strike a deal, but like even s- pretend, say footsie.
2: like, yeah, we're playing footsie about a deal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It looks a lot better than it did before. Yeah. That is likely going to push mortgage rates back up the other way. Well, they've dropped so precipitously they're going to swing back the other way just as hard. We we can't really predict the future, but why not take the bird in the hand? Mm -hmm. People come up with a lot of excuses, just like they did in that furnace commercial, not to get their furnace fixed. People come up with excuses. Ah, it's going to take too much Are you going to talk to those
2: people who said, I can't talk to you until September? It's September now, by the way.
0: Oh. I think we already did. Okay. I think we locked in the rate right and we're going. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I, I convinced them because I said, I think I showed them how the interest savings that they were going do was like $25,000. And so I kind of snarkily said. Do you have 10 minutes to save $25,000? Well, yeah. It's like, I don't know if you really want to leave that on the table. You know, maybe we can get this going. Yeah. And so I th- I think they did. That's yeah. Good. So don't make excuses. We can take care of everything over the phone and online. We'll even send the closing agent to your home or office to do the closing oh. on a refinance. Yeah. We can't make it any easier all right that's all the time we have for today if you want to get started with your very own uh, no hassle no social security number required refi checkup guess where you can click on the blue button if you want to get started with a rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval to buy here this Labor Day weekend please click on the blue button and then you'll get connected with one of our licensed friendly and knowledgeable loan consultants next week to get the job done Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of AccuNet Mortgage and AccuNet Realty Advisors, and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee LLC.